Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back, guys. We are doing a live show tonight. I guess, I mean, technically, I guess they're all live to some degree, but uh, this one's in my kitchen, which is why it sounds different. It's also on an open mic. Uh, and I'm with a buddy of mine. Zach Layton is the owner or co-owner of CrossFit Distinction, and for those of you that keep up with me, that is the first gym that I started at, and uh, what's going to be interesting to you guys, he is also one of the founding members of Watt on the Waves, so we're going to spend some time talking about a boat tonight. Zach, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's the first time you've been in my house. It is. I know, right? It's beautiful. You surprised there's no strippers running around, like no <laughs> women just dangling from the chandeliers. It's I was like, hoping for that. Yeah. I was let down. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people do. So uh, I want to talk about uh, CrossFit Distinction before we get to the boat. I think everyone's going to want to hear about the boat, but I want to talk about Distinction. I went there today, and they kicked my ass in the workout. Yeah, it's a good place. It's a special place. It was good. Um, So uh, let's talk about the history. So uh, I'm going to give everyone a little, like, I'm going to give you the snippet, and then we'll talk about some of the, the stuff that's gone down there. So Distinction's had, how many games athletes have come out of there? Well, Scott Panchik started there. That was his first, I think, formal gym uh, when he came in and found Travis. Uh, Travis Page, so that's two. We had Julie Fouché training there for a while. I won't take you know, credit for that. But you can she, take credit for that. She was there for a long time. Yeah, she trained with us for a couple of years. Yeah, uh, she was she, there for a long time. So that's three. Um, I think that's it. Well, let's see. Am I missing anybody? Uh, yeah. Um, who was the coach you had? What's her name? She was on oh, the Lindsay team. Kelly. Lindsay. You're yeah. right. Yes, Lindsay was yeah, on the Lindsay team. Lindsay was also. She went team. So you yeah, had, second. So, and this is one gym. So this is what's crazy to me. Like, I, I tell everyone this. Like, I feel like the Forrest Gump of CrossFit, and this <laughs> stupid Instagram page confirms it, that, you know, I think back on my CrossFit career. So my very first coach was Travis. He ended up finished second as a Masters. Yep. And then when he moved on, you guys hired Lindsay, and she was second on a team. Correct. And during the time that Travis was there, you had Scott and Julie working out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then I moved on to Saxon and Spencer. So it's like I've known—I've never known anything but games yeah. athletes as coaches. It's amazing. I'm so shitty. <laughs> Don't you think? It's kind of a hot little hotbed for talent, Cleveland. It's crazy. I remember once. Um, Walking into distinction, and uh, who was it? It was I walk in. You keep in mind at the time I was probably 41, 42. Like, what was, year was this? Well, I so I started in 2011. So did I, yeah. FCFD, yeah, yeah. When do you remember? Uh, it was like April. I was one of the very oh, first like, people you were there yeah. before me. I was not until like uh, end of November, I think November ish, something like that. When I started, I mean, I am not shitting you. There were like, I bet they didn't have more than 20 members at the time. Like every I mean, class, they opened I, in March, so I believe it. Yeah, like I would get there. I'd get there in the mornings, and we'd run a class of like four people. And because it's a Jewish neighborhood, if it's a Jewish holiday, it'd be just me. You know, it was great. <laughs> it was so crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was it was so weird. But I remember uh, walking, coming in there. It's you know, 2011, or it might have been 2012, maybe. Anyway, um, I'm rolling in, 42 years old. You know, ready to work out, and you got to keep in mind. Like I know I seem like a physical specimen now, but at the time, not so much. And it was Julie Fouché and Scott Panchak and Travis, who's a freaking beast, and Julie's now husband uh, Danny, mm-hmm. who's also a beast. And they're all throwing down, and you know, just tossing. And Julie's tossing around weights that I can't do now. You know, totally. It was, and you can keep in mind, like as a new CrossFitter. You know, never worked out in my life prior to starting. It was so intimidating. I, I had a very similar experience when I walked in my first time. Yeah. So I, no one really knew what CrossFit was back then, right? That was mm-hmm. that was still in not its infancy, but it was newer, right? And uh, I googled. I, we signed up for a Tough Mudder, and I somehow someone told me about CrossFit, and I googled it, and CFD showed up. It was the closest one in my house. Um, I walk in, and at the time, we all worked out in like quote unquote Globo gyms. So you're kind of used to that look and feel. And I walk in, and this place is super, like, bare and sparse. And there's this rig in the middle. I'm like, this place looks like a torture chamber. Like, what is this? And then Travis comes out of the office, and he's super intimidating guy. He's enormous. He's tatted from literally 50% of his body, yep. entire one side of his body. Nothing against tattoos, but it was intimidating. And I'm like, what did I just do? <laughs> 
And he put me through the intro. Um, how long did the intro wide take you? I know exactly how long it took. How long did it take? So CFD, for those who don't know, it has an infamous intro wide. And um, it is, we do the same workout for everybody. Obviously, scale appropriately. You guys still do it? Absolutely. Oh, I want to come do it with you guys. Next yeah. time you program it, you got to text me. I want to come do it. All right, what is it? Tell everybody what the lot is. It's three rounds, 10 thrusters, uh, 20 burpees, and a 100-foot overhead walking lunge. So the thrusters are at 95 still? That's our X. Yeah, 95. Um, and 45 for the overhead 45 walking lunge. 45-pound plate for the overhead walking lunge. I used 65. And I used, I can't remember if I used a 25 or a 35-pound plate. I probably used a 25. Can't remember, and it was 19 and change. 19 minutes and change. You know how long it took me? I don't. 33 minutes. <laughs> Swear to God. This is a true story, dude. I went in there. I thought I was the shit. I'd been doing P90X for six months. <laughs> I'm like, and you know, I made the mistake. I didn't even eat before I went in. I'm like, who needs food? Who needs to fuel up before Did you go morning out? or night? Or? Morning. It was morning. Okay. It was like nine in the morning. So I roll in, and the coach was Regina, and I know no one listening to this knows her, but she's crazy, like literally nuts. And so she's walking me through the workout, and she's like, here's what a burpee is. And so she shows me a burpee, and she's like, it's just like a push-up. That was the mistake because, I, you know, you do P90X, you can crank out some push-ups. And I could at the time. Like, I could do a ton of push-ups. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to show her how fit I am and just kill these burpees, you know. <laughs> Well, so she wouldn't let me put plates on the bar. She's like, you're going to do a 45-pound bar. She just eyeballed me. And to her credit, she's a great coach. She, she knew I couldn't handle more than that. And she gave me, a, gave me a 15-pound plate for the overhead walking lunge. I did the first round. I mean, dude, I went balls to the wall. I made the, the normal new CrossFitter mistake. I went balls to the wall. For that first round. Next thing I know, I'm standing at the door, like it's hot as hell anyway, but I'm standing at the door and she's shouting from across the gym, Don't go home! And I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> and the first round took me, oh my God, uh, the, that first round should take you two and a half minutes. It took me 10, maybe, maybe longer. And actually, it probably was like eight because every round after that got subsequently worse. Sure. And, uh, oh, my God. I think I held the record for the longest intro wide at CFD for, like, two, three years yeah. easily. I've seen some 40-minute plus. Have you? Oh, yeah. And then there was the famous uh, time that Regina, who was completely insane, like you mentioned, but amazing coach, but really tough. Uh, this guy came in, and he was just a little too cool for school. He was a real big guy, like bodybuilder type, and basically came in and announced that he was going to crush the intro wide. So when he turned around, she wiped off the 95-pound RX and put 135. Ugh. And he did one round, puked, and went home. <laughs> that's so that's so horrible. I mean, that is like, I would encourage anyone that listens to this, go do that wide. It doesn't sound that bad when you listen to it, but the thrusters into burpees and overhead walking lunge is a leg destroyer. Okay. It's like... I didn't walk right for about five days. That's no exaggeration. Yeah, the only thing I can relate it to is the assault bike. Like it's the only thing I've ever done that builds that much lactic acid in your legs, where you just you you get back to the next round of thrusters, and you're like ninety five pounds isn't that much, and you can still press it, but you can't squat it, and it's really horrible. Now, the last time I did it, I think I did it in thirteen. Yeah, that's about right. 12, Maybe eleven yeah. to thirteen. Minutes, I think it's like now. I think it's twelve and a half to fourteen minutes, like yeah. for. for you know, kind of normal human for solid. Like, yeah, you know, for games athletes, it's you know less than nine probably. But oh, I can't believe you guys are still doing that. How, yeah, you it's do a that great every, test. How often do you do it? Well, it's every intro. So, so anyone that walks through the door the first time, unless they have prior CrossFit experience, you guys are sadists. Yeah, it's, I got. it could be a little detrimental to our uh, to our growth. Um, yeah, we only have thirty members because no one gets past the intro one. It's definitely a weed out class. If people call us back, we know they're, they're a little sick in the head, and they're they're good good to go. It was good there today. I so I, I dropped in today. I hadn't I haven't been to CFD in it's probably been a year at least. Um, I I was going to go to Cliffside like I normally do on Saturdays. Um, and for those of you not from Cleveland, like our gyms are how far apart are they? Four miles, five yeah. maybe. Like they're not that far yeah. not that far apart. Well, they were all rope climbs today, and I'm like, I'm too old for that shit. I'm not doing it. So I messaged Marty. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you doing at CFD? I, I want to drop in. And he, he didn't know. He's like, I don't know. He looked at whatever you guys posted it on. It just said. Oh, they kept it cryptic. Yeah, it just said they two. Did. It was funny. It, it just said two 14-minute AMRAPs. So I didn't know what I was walking into, but it was uh, the first 14-minute AMRAP was 120 calories on the salt bike. 
and a hundred overhead squats at mm-hmm. ninety five partner wad. Two minute break, and then you do uh, one hundred and twenty um, calories on the ski erg mm-hmm. and a hundred um, box jumps. What was crazy th- now? Feedback for the wad: great programming. Like really great. We got the literally the exact some number of rounds and reps in both sets. That's Kyle and Luch. They're great. Yeah, it they was tandem. They do it together. It was great. We got uh, one round plus uh, forty eight uh, calories in the first side. And to be fair, I lollygagged my last twelve. I could have easily gotten more. Um, and then in the second round, we got one plus fifty one, and I went hard on that. So they're virtually identical. How'd you break the overheads? Tens. So yeah, we did them in tens. I mean, that's the right. It's a night. It was ninety five pounds for the overhead squats, and you know, it's like I told Marty afterwards. I'm like, look, eight is the perfect number for that, to where it doesn't hurt you and you can transition fast. You you don't want to do fives. It's just dumb. And so and you the could, math with eights is just a yeah. The math so you go tens. So you got to do tens. So yeah, that was the point. It's like because it's a hundred, you have to suffer and do ten because yeah. eights where you want to be, you can do ten. You don't want to, but if you do fives, the transition time's too long because you got to do a snatch. It yeah. just sucks, you know. Um, I missed it. I couldn't make it in those my uh, daughter's birthday this morning. So it was good. You guys still like um, for anyone that's coming to Cleveland, if you're going to drop in a gym, you got to drop in safety. That is the premier space in Cleveland. I think I've hit every, you know, I haven't hit all the gyms, but I've been to a ton of them. And uh, and there's a lot of great gyms here, including Cliffside Mentality. you got games sure. athletes running gyms, but your space is off the charts. Like, Yeah, we're fortunate. It's fun. It's, it's a good little good. place. Those four walls are sacred to me. Yeah, well, you know, you've seen tons of people coming through there. Yeah, but we've been very fortunate. Um, we enjoy it. It's good. We need to get Julie back out there. She lives downtown now. Does so she? She goes to Black Flag, yeah. Does she? She and Danny. They moved downtown a couple of years ago. Um, but it's always fun having those guys around. You know, we're always in awe of them. I get I don't know. I go back and forth with it. I have moments where I'm intimidated by these games athletes and the moments where I'm not. Like, I, you know, I see Saxon and Spencer so often. And so I have these moments where they do stuff that I just I can't even wrap my mind around how incredibly strong there. I mean, we were talking off the air about, you know, these kids weigh 170 pounds. Like, they're just tiny, and they're, you know, doing these 300-pound snatches or, you know, cleaning jerks or whatever. I can't always wrap my mind around what they do. And then you also have moments where you're like, these are just normal people like the rest of us. They just happen to be really good at thrusters, you know? Yeah, I just love watching it, right? Yeah. It always makes you push maybe a little bit harder. It's fun. How many competitions do you go? Do you go to any competitions as an affiliate owner? Like, go check them out? Or you- when we have our members competing, which I always go and support, um, I can't make them all because it seems like there's a competition pretty much every weekend now. Uh, but yeah, we definitely love to support. We roll pretty deep, actually. Do you care about sanctionals or games? As you know, or- I've always been a huge games fan, total nerd. Um, so I think. Ever since 2011, I'm, I'm a little bit of a history buff. Yeah, uh, when it comes to that. But um, with sanctionals now, it's just a little harder to follow because there's just every week. I mean, I still get you know morning chalk up, and when the right. bigger guys are competing or girls that I really you know like to follow, I'll tune in a little bit um, or check it on my phone. But uh, you know, I, I miss regionals a little bit. I was just talking about this with somebody. The, 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 exactly what you said. Yeah, you know. No, I think in, but I. I don't know. I miss that. There were some great battles, especially Central Easter. Yeah. Then it went to Central, and um, Scott and Rich had some great battles. I get. I, we were just talking about this the other day. I get frustrated with like I miss regionals because of that. Like you, you get as in, in the Central East, we had um, Graham Holberg, Scott Panchak, um, Bailey. Dan Bailey, Froney, Froney like Marcus Hendren. Yeah. Remember him? He was an earth I mean, Oh, yeah. Going back. I don't know what he's up to now. I think he's chilling. But. Oh, we, yeah. There were so many like great CrossFitters then. And, and you get invested in the athletes in your region. And I think other regions did the same thing. We were just like, that's something I think we're missing. Totally. And I think, yeah, I bet you and I, if we, like, who's your favorite? Who are your favorite athletes? Who, are you, who do you actually follow? <clears throat> I came in at 11, so I'm, I'm still a rich guy. Mm-hmm. Right? He was the guy yeah. at that time. Um, on the female side, and then when he kind of phased out, I almost became more in Matt, just 
very dominant. Um, I like Vellner a lot. I've got to know Vellner a little bit through the cruise. He's a great dude. Um, but on the female side, I, I like a lot of girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, am I going like to edit Sarah. that out for your wife? You want to edit that out for <laughs> That's all right. Um, Sarah, I like Kara. Um, I mean, both Annie and Katrin. There's a lot. Yeah, so you're picking all the like that's all that same era. That's what I that's what I miss. It's like um that's why I struggle with sanctionals. You get all these names of people I've never heard of before and it's just hard to follow because there's so many sanctionals. I like the sanctional season. I just struggle with um I think as it goes on, right? Like it gets better over time. So like the mayhem event looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're getting better at it and I think um the better events will will definitely kind of rise to the top. Uh, in the next year or two years, you know, last year was a little bit of a mess. Yeah. Um, but Mayhem looked cool because it was intimate. They only sold 250 tickets, right? Which is kind of neat because their gym. I mean, it, it looks huge. I've never been there. Um, but when it comes to hosting a competition, obviously, it's not huge. Uh, but it looked. Serena from our gym competed there, and she said it was really intimate and, and cool. Uh, so maybe I'll hit that one next year. You guys need to run a sanctional at CFD. Yeah. Sanctions that we don't need. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, why not? So as an affiliate owner, like, how long have you been doing it now? How long have you owned the gym? Almost five years. Seriously? Yeah. Holy crap. It's hard to believe. It'll be five in March. It's hard to believe it's it's been that long. Yeah. Wow, it's It's been fun. So looking back on it, just as an affiliate owner, like, what are the most rewarding parts of that for you? Oh, wow. I wasn't prepared for this one. Um, Put you on the spot. <laughs> That's right. Nikki's going to be proud that I actually asked a good interview question. You're welcome, Nikki. There you go. <laughs> uh, I definitely think it's when, you know, we have a, a member, and I'm just going to call him out. I don't know if he wants this or not, but do you know Bill Sheeman? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, Bill. Yeah, I saw Bill today. We're big on nicknames. At yeah, CFD. yeah. Yeah. That's uh, how I got my nickname. We'll get into that. But anyway, so. So, Wild Bill, uh, he was on blood pressure medication. He's a, he's a doctor, he's a research uh, doctor. I think specializing in breast cancer. I could be wrong. Um, brilliant guy. Awesome. He and his wife, Barbara, great members. Um, great athletes. And he was on blood pressure medication, and he came to CFD, and I'll never forget. He he came in for the intro. He did a starter series, so that's how we onboard people. We They come in for the intro if they want to move forward, if they're crazy enough. We put them through a – it's typically three to four sessions um, in a one-on-one environment, maybe small group, like two people. Um, we call that our starter series. And then once we feel that they're moving properly, efficiently, repetitively, uh, we'll graduate them into class, right? So Bill comes in, and it was uh, it was warm weather because we were running. And we did a, an Indian run for a warm-up. I think it was a Saturday workout. And, you know, you run with the medicine ball, the yep. person in the back runs to the front, and so on. And we did like a 600-meter uh, Indian run for the warm-up. And he pulls his hamstring. We're 20 steps out the front door on the first lap. And I'm like, oh, this guy's never coming back. Oh, God. So I stop. I go talk to him. I help him, you know, whatever. I'm like, this couldn't be worse. And believe it or not, he stuck around. I was like, listen, you know, we're going to rehab this thing and get it right. And, you know, you can do some lifting and some upper body and some maybe some core work and stuff. And we'll modify for the next couple of weeks and let this thing heal up. He stuck it out. And a year in, he came. He was off of all blood pressure medication. He had to buy all new jeans. He had lost, I forget the exact amount of weight, but he lost a significant amount of weight. And that was a couple of years now. And he continues to do this. Um, so it's stories like that, yeah. I think. He's kept it off, too. He looks great. He looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, that's the most rewarding part. So, like, what's interesting about you, Zach, is that you you have a real job, real family. Like, I, you know, and this is no offense to, uh, you know, other affiliate owners, but most affiliates, most, or I shouldn't say most, a lot of affiliates are owned by um, people that are, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say really into fitness. <laughs> they're, uh, you know, they're like, um, you know, young, kind of either single, they might be married, but they're typically like really into working out. And I know you're into working out. What are you saying? I'm not a good athlete? Yeah, you're not a good athlete. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like... They're owner operators typically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like these are, you know, like, so my gym is a great example. Saxon Panchak, he's 23 years old. He's He works out for a living. That's yeah. all he does. That's his worldview. And that's great. And I love him for it. You know, that's not your worldview. 
right? And so at what point did you go, all right, I've got this like kind of professional job. I've got this family, kids, you know, my life's kind of in order. I want to take this gym under my wing. Like, how did that come about? Um, all right. If I'm being fully transparent, that thought process never really happened. So I joined CFD as a regular member back in 2011 when I was scared out of my mind by Travis and loved every minute of it. Right. I was always the best, not to be corny, but like the, the best hour of my day. And it was really the people. Um, the workouts are amazing. That's fun and all, but it was the people. And um, at the time, uh, there was a member. His name was Jeremy Flack. Mm-hmm. And we called him Chip right. for everybody that remembers nicknames. And <clears throat> Chip, uh, I ended up going to work for Chip. He came to me one day and was like, I, you know, I own this company. It's in the steel business, blah, 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 whatever. And I ended up going to work for Chip. At the time that I joined, the gym was owned by Marty mm-hmm. and Charlie. Chip, Jeremy, ended up buying it from them. And then Jeremy got remarried. I was working for Jeremy at the time. Jeremy got remarried and was moving to Chicago and said, I, I got to get rid of this gym. I'm not going to be here, whatever. So he came to Ed and I and said, you guys want to buy the gym? And I loved CFD. I loved the people. And I thought... Yeah, I think we could give this a whirl and maybe, you know, keep it afloat, maybe improve on it a little bit. So this happened in like a four-day span. He was like, I want X for it. And I said, Ed and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, okay, that's doable. I said to Ed, what if we offer him cash? You think we can get a discount? He said, I don't know. Why not try? So we offered him, hey, we'll pay you Y for it in cash by the end of the month. And he said, good deal. And Ed and I kind of looked at each other and went, Oh, boy. We're in the fitness business. Shit, we own a gym. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if I could swear on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was definitely no shit moment. If, if, if Nikki were on, you would have already had a dozen okay. moms by now. So that was it. Honestly, I w- it was more a function. It wasn't so much a function of I was looking at it as a business opportunity as I was a passion. Um, so we, I always called it like a passion project. And we're five years in. Wow. That's crazy. It's hectic. And let me, uh, full disclaimer, um, I have a partner now. Ed, my original partner, sold it uh, to a gentleman named Scott. And I could never, because of my kids and wife and regular job, I could never do what we do without Scott. Uh, And then our team of coaches is really the magic. Um, They deserve all the credit for CFD, which is Kyle and Luch and Bravo and Serena and Kevin and Dan if I'm missing anyone, uh, I apologize. Well, I'll give you feedback on the gym. Like, so, you know, I hadn't dropped in a while, but um, Marty and I were talking about it today. What's interesting about Distinction to me is where it's really different than any other gym in town. And this is a big positive and big props to you guys. Like, you know, you do, you guys do a great job with your coaches are great. Like the facility's great, but it's um, community driven. Meaning, like, my feeling when I walk in there is, like, like I loved Kyle, and I forget the name of the woman who was coaching this morning. What's her name? Oh, Kelly. Yes. She's awesome. She's, and I forgot her. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah, Kelly's amazing. She was great. She did a really great job. But it was really the people that were pushing that workout for Like, the coaches did a great job setting it up and warm up and all of that. Like, all the stuff you see in other gyms. But Distinction has a different feel to me around... Just how the people are so tight to each other, you know? Yeah, and that preceded us. Um, I won't take credit for that either. It, that bond mm-hmm. preceded our, our ownership, and we're very fortunate to have it. Um, but, you know, CFD people, they're always doing parties. They're doing happy hours. We're always doing something together, which is fun. I don't get to attend all of them because the kids and whatnot. Um, but it's a blast. Yeah. And you... And you like, Somebody new walks in the door, and I'm sure you remember Voice, oh, yeah. another nickname, oh, Nick yeah. Giancola. And he's the first one to go up and introduce himself and welcome them, and you know, and Randy does that. And everybody goes out of their way to make everybody feel comfortable, because I think we all felt the same way when we walked in the first time. Um, so we're just really lucky, uh, and I'm very grateful for our, our community. I'm not sure it's luck, but I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I you know, it's interesting to me. Um, I've dropped in... I mean, at this point, after 10 years, I bet it's 100 affiliates over those years. And, and the last couple of years has been a ton. And so I've had a chance to see a lot. And, uh, you know, more often than not, they're driven by who, you know, the vision of whoever owns it or runs it. And not that yours isn't, 
but you know, your community is tight, and I think that's really, really crucial to, um, you know, to any affiliate that's out there. But for you guys, it's it's really special. Yeah, Scott and I have a we call it the three C's, right? So we focus on the three C's, which is coaching, mm-hmm. community, and cleanliness. Mm-hmm. I want to be the cleanest gym in town. That's always my thing. Yeah, um, that's a good thing, by the way. It, I hate when you know you go down for burpees oh. and you come up and you're you're covered in the dirt. Cor- coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other. That's the fourth yeah. C. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh no, it's K. Isn't it? The the twins are the same way. They're like they're crazy about cleanliness, and I'm all in on that. Like they're they're honestly the only two gyms I've been to in a long time that I'm like I would ex- absolutely be a member at CFD or Cliffside because they're clean and mentality. So three. Good. That's a, that's a big deal. That's a very big deal. And your gym looked great today. Thank you. Way. Let's talk about Wild on the Waves. Let's do it. So, founding member of Wild on the Waves, um, I don't know how to, to describe it other than fitness on a boat. Like, how did yeah. you, you guys come up with this idea? Um, so, we were having a conversation. Um, we are kind of sitting around a, a table like this, and we were having that combo that I'm sure everyone has had at some point, which is, if you won the lottery, what would you do with it, right? You win $100 million or whatever it is. Right. And we went around the room, and people said X, Y, and Z, and then one guy said, I would move to South America, this being Ed, my old partner in the gym, and we're partners together in line of the ways. Um, and I would move to South America and I would cross it all day and I'd never see you guys ever again. Like just being, that's totally Ed. That sounds right? like it. It sounds like Ed. <laughs> so his brother was sitting there and said, well, why don't, why don't you do that on a cruise ship? And we all kind of looked at him and then we said, what'd you say? And he said, why don't you run a cruise ship and do that? And we said, that's a really crazy idea, but you could be onto something. So literally that day we started calling crew cruise lines and said, what does it cost to charter a boat? I didn't even know if this was possible. This was such a crazy, like out of the left field idea. And we started getting pricing on a boat. And then one thing led to the next. We kept this kind of conversation on going for a little bit. Um, and then we said, all right, well, how do we outfit the boat with rigs, dumbbells, kettlebells, sandbags, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And Okay, well, we talked to Rogue. Okay, we could. this is feasible. Are we crazy enough to do it? Um, fast forward, we were crazy enough to do it. So we chartered a boat, and then Ed and I kind of looked at each other and said, well, we can coach a class of 20 or 30, but I don't know how to work out. And I don't understand the logistics of working out 2,400 people a day in a confined space. So we said, all right, we got to find somebody. So the power of social media, I... Being old school and coming in 2011, I follow Austin Maliola, who was a name at the time. He's been in the games, I think, seven or eight times on teams and individual. And um, I reached out to him on social media. I just took a shot in the dark and said, hey, we're putting on this crazy thing. We need somebody to run the fitness side of the boat for us. And he's, for those who don't know, he's head of fitness for Reebok as a brand, stateside. They're owned by Adidas. But he handles Reebok uh, here stateside. And he called me, we set up a little call and he said, listen, I put on events in Europe and all over the country for Reebok of working out two to 3000 people in a day. This is like my bread and butter. And I was like, it was the first person I thought of. We actually talked to Khalifa too. Another OG. Right. Um, and then unfortunately, uh, his daughter got sick, obviously all, all as well that ends well. So thankfully that worked out. But, um, at the time he just couldn't do it. Um, but Anyways, we went up. I flew up to Boston to go to Reebok headquarters and met with Austin and then met with his team of James Hobart and Connor. Um, and then I came home and we talked some more and we flew back up and we, we sealed the deal. So then we had a boat with a lot of, a lot of fitness equipment and we needed to sell some tickets. Yeah. So how many people do you put on this boat? Last year we had 22 and change, I think, 2,200 and change. And what are you shooting for this year? So we, we made some changes this year. Um, we moved a we moved the dates um so last year we were in january we piggybacked off of wadapalooza so wadapalooza typically this year they moved it because of the super bowl but typically um ends the sunday before martin luther king day um so we took off we pushed off monday morning so it was another day that some people had off so we thought that could help and there's already people traveling to south florida for wadapalooza um 
Luckily, our weather was good last year. Um, we had one day it sprinkled a little bit, but we thought it could be better, so we moved it to April, which should greatly improve the, the weather. We also downsized the ship a touch. We went to a nicer boat, but it was slightly smaller. Um, so we're, we're going Celebrity instead of Royal Caribbean this year, which is actually owned by Royal Caribbean Celebrity is, but it's their higher-end cruise line. Um, so we're shooting for about um, 1800 Okay, ballpark. And who are the athletes that you're having on the boat this year? Oh, there's a big lineup. So just give us the highlights. Sure. So we'll start at the top. Um, I'll start with Rich. Okay. Rich is back. Rich Hill. Rich. uh, (laughs) I think his last name is Froney. I think he's Uh, kind of fit. He's he's kind of fit. He's decently fit. He's all right. Uh, He's okay. Pat Vellner, Dan Bailey, uh, Margo. Is coming back on. She's doing her thing with Lauren. I love Margo. She's great. Margo's, she's Margo's a, a friend. She is. Margo is like Margo Alvarez, for those of you that don't know, but she is literally the nicest woman alive. She's wonderful. Um, so she does a cool little wine tasting and pairing um, activity on the boat, which is pretty neat. China. China's great. She and Freddie will be back. Brooke Wells, uh, Jessica Griffith, uh, Ryan Fisher. Ryan's awesome. I don't, have you met Ryan? I don't know Ryan. I, right. I, are you coming on the boat? You're coming, right? Yeah, yeah. We Ryan and I are like we have a ton of mutual friends. It's a ship, by the way. I get yelled at when I say boat. Yeah, we ship. we've like I don't even I don't know. We have so many mutual friends. I feel like we've just like kind of always missed each other. You need to get him on. Okay. He is a wealth of knowledge. I've and heard he's that. A blast. Yeah, I've heard that. About we him. ended up. I, I didn't know him prior to the cruise last year. We hung out a ton. Um, probably drank a little too much. Yeah, and um, had a really good time. We've kept in touch ever since. He's uh, he's awesome. He's I, got some cool. Uh, like his buddy, well, not his buddy, his his team, Colton and Virginia. They're amazing. Virginia is his social media, and uh, Colton is his camera guy. And Colton's the man. How do you guys keep Vona from just exploding? Just like burning into like dust. <laughs> Let me tell you something phone. about Pat. And I don't know if I should share this totally, but Canadians, I'll just make a generalization because there's other Canadians on the yeah, boat. Yeah, I like that. I like generalizations. Let's go. Let's do uh, this. Name uh, Paul Tremblay. I mean, mm-hmm. Canadians in general. Yeah. Um, no one can drink like Canadians. Now, all right. They're first complete of all, savages. <laughs> hold on. I want to. I want to go on record that I've got a lot of Australians listening to this, and they're going to light you up with emails because the Australians are very touchy that they're the biggest alcoholics. Well, tell them to come on the boat, and I want to see a, an Australia versus Canada challenge. I'm down for that. I, God, I would love to see that. I did this joke one time. I did a joke on the page that said Canadians were the biggest alcoholics, uh-huh. and I, dude, I got the nastiest DMs, and I don't mean like. Just like, oh, hey, we're kind of upset with you. I mean, like, death threats from Australians that they were the biggest alcoholics. So I'm going to go on record right now that the Australians are the biggest alcoholics, but but Canadians are close second. But so I don't remember. We tracked this last year more than we are this year because it was our first year. I'm sure we have the numbers. Don't get me wrong. But we had, like, 30-plus countries represented on the boat last year. And I'm... Assuming there was probably an Australian on the boat, right. um, but I don't remember if there was 100%. So hopefully this year we can tap into that and, oh. and see the challenge. I've got some good friends in Australia, so if you need some Australians, do. I'll. Uh, Rob Forte's a good friend. I've never met Rob, but wow. he's kind of an OG. He was yeah. really on the scene. I mean, he still is. Don't get me wrong. He's an, yeah, he's absolutely. But him. he's more like... You know, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, him and Jay Crouch. Jay, Jay's kind of like the new guy coming up, but they're on a team together, I think. I think they're on a team together this year. Um, you know, I was talking to the other day was, um, oh, Jesus, what's his name from Under Armour? He's Caleb Banfield's boyfriend. Um, <laughs> this is horrible because he's a games athlete. I'm referring to his girlfriend instead of him. Newberry, James Newberry. God, yeah, thank Australian. you. There you go. Yeah, he's amazing. You should get him and you need to get him and Kayla on there. Tell them they're welcome. I got a room for him. Yeah, if you're friends with him, t- invite him. He's, love to have him. He's he's such a nice guy and crazy. I mean, he finished fifth at the game, so he's a little fit. He's kind of fit. Yeah, you know. Oh, those Canadians. I'm gonna tell him. Have you said the Canadians fun. are better partiers than him, but that's all right. Um, oh, they're here. Craig Kenny's coming. James Hobart. Those guys know how to have a good time. Yeah. Camille's coming this year. Camille and Dave. You know, so I don't know them, but they're going to come on the podcast soon. So Dave was my that. L1. Yeah? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He's off seminar staff now, which is a bummer because he was amazing. Um, but clown. 
So I'm excited to have yeah. them on. Yeah, they're good. Thunder, Thunder Bro. I'm only I only refer to him as Thunder Bro. So his partner in that, Andrew Charlesworth, was also my L1 seminar. Okay. So they did it together. So Andrew will be coming. Kari Pierce. Kari, sorry. I always call her Kari. I don't know why. Um, Chris Hinshaw. Yeah. Chris amazing. Yeah. He and his wife, Heidi, are amazing people. Um, his seminar last year was bonkers. So we also have a large educational component to the cruise. So... Um, in addition to the to the class offering, there's a bunch of different seminars people can attend all day um, on nutrition, on programming, on aerobic capacity, on recovery, on all these different, you know, uh, we bring in a bunch of different subject matter experts, Chris being one of them, and his uh, seminar last year, seminars, he did three, he did a three, three-day seminar. Mm-hmm. Each day was a different topic, uh, was wildly successful, and um, we're really excited to have him back. Power Monkey Fitness is coming this year. They're new. Obviously, we know about those guys. Um, Amanda Barnhart. You know Amanda? Oh, yeah. I haven't met her. Her and her husband. You've never met Amanda? Not in person, no. Amanda is the sweetest woman you've ever met. And she's her, not her husband, yeah. She's uh, down in the Cincinnati area. Her husband's great. He, uh, she's sponsored by um, Born Primitive. And yep. so he gets those jorts that they sell. <laughs> He's a great dude, though, and he's really fit. You know, yeah, Amanda's amazing. I love Amanda. So we're excited to have her. That'll be fun. I haven't met her, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then there's obviously also a non-CrossFit offering, right? So we have, we partner with Tone House this year out of New York. I don't know if you know who they are. Okay. Uh, they're an awesome boutique fitness uh, out of New York who has a huge following. They claim to be the hardest workout in New York. Right. It's more like training as an athlete. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of turf stuff and... So we have um, some yoga, actually a lot of yoga, because right. last year the yoga classes were so highly attended that we upped the offering on yoga this year. Who's teaching you yoga? Uh, my wife, Amy's teaching. Um, so she travels around. And she's teaches. pretty good at that. She's pretty decent. Good. Yeah. We're, we're going to give her a she, shot. For, for those of you that aren't from Cleveland, Amy's like the premier yoga uh, instructor in the town. Like, she's, she's the shit. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's yeah. cool. The yoga scene is... A lot of the yoga classes are offered first thing in the morning. So the right. sun's coming up. All you can see in any direction is the ocean. It's pretty cool shots. And we like That's we were flying awesome. drones last year and getting some pretty cool footage of it. Um, so yeah, there's body weight classes, sandbag classes. So there's there's something we try and give something for every everybody for sure. Who's teaching the nutrition stuff? Is that um, uh, EC Sinkowski? Yeah, she's been on the show twice. Oh, EC's the best. Yeah, uh, she's also a lot of fun and likes to uh, have a good time. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I love EC. She's uh, she's super funny. She put me on the eight hundred gram challenge. Um, did you do it? Oh yeah, I haven't done it. That's what did, I want to do it. Did you mention how fit I look? That's why I look so fit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did it. It's you know it's it's not tough. It's just like it's it's more mentally challenging than actually challenging. Like just having to have the thought process of all right, I got to get in my eight hundred grams of fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables, and then I'll worry about meat. How long did you do it? 30 days. Nice. Yeah. I wanted, I, I, come spring, I'm thinking I'm going to run it at CFD as a gym-wide thing. It's not hard. You, it, the only, it feels counterintuitive to what you normally think as a, an athlete that's working out. Meaning, I think the common thought for most athletes is, all right, I've got to go get protein right. first. And then I'm going to work in carbs, you know, and, and most people are thinking, all right, I got to get in rice or potatoes, you know, sweet potatoes. Sure. And then I'll get some vegetables. And it's kind of the opposite. It's like, all right, I got to do 800 grams of fruits and vegetables. doesn't matter what it is, white potatoes, sweet potatoes, who gives a shit, apples, oranges, whatever, just get it in 800 grams, any capacity, then do the meat. Right. And it's a much different mindset. It, it has legit changed the way I look at food. She's awesome. I can't speak to it. Um, I know she's been wildly successful yeah. with it. She has like something like four hundred plus gyms. I think have done it so yeah. far. Not to mention individuals. I, look, obviously. I I've been doing it now. Like I'm still kind of in it. Um, it I don't I don't want to oversell it and say it's changed my body type because it hasn't. But it's absolutely changed uh, the way I think about food. And in a positive way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's absolutely changed, like my ability to, like when I'm when I'm making food for myself, I'm st- sticking to whole foods, fruits, veggies, 
you know, like I don't even think about buying things that are packaged anymore. So to her credit, um, you know, it, it certainly makes you look at what you're putting in your body differently. And I feel better because of it. She was, we worked with her. She's our nutritionist. We've got like, and we totally overhauled the entire menu offering on the boat ship. Ship. Elizabeth will yell at me. Yeah, ship. Sorry, Elizabeth. Elizabeth's one of our other founding partners, and I get yelled at. Um, So we took a look at their current offerings, uh, and we got rid of all canola oil, all vegetable oils, all industrialized processed oils. We have keto options, paleo options, vegan options available at every meal. So we kind of flipped that on its head because, you know, cruises in general, I think people associate with just like massive buffets and unlimited amounts of food. And uh, Connor, who's Connor and Austin run the fitness side of the boat. They both work for Reebok. And Connor lived in St. Thomas and opened, I could butcher the name. I think it was CrossFit St. Thomas. Reebok CrossFit St. Thomas, maybe. Uh, And lived down there for a while. And they used to have cruise ships coming in every day. And he has a saying that cruises are for the, I'll probably butcher this, the overfed, newlywed, or nearly dead. Yeah. Right? Sounds accurate. And we've turned that on its head. Yeah. If you came on the boat last year, that wasn't quite the... The demographic. Let's we'll say that. That was a, it was a lot of rhyming. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, the whole concept's super interesting to me. And I guess the I think the thing people are going to want to know coming on the boat is what's or the, the ship or the ship. Sorry, <laughs> whoever's going to be mad at me. Okay. I don't work for you guys. So you guys will be mad as you want, but um, I think the people coming on the ship are going to know. It's like, what's the access to the athletes? Because that's why they're coming on the on the ship, right? They want like they want to meet Pat and watch him, you know, turn into dust in the sun, or meet right. Rich or <laughs> or whoever. Like, you know, what's the access like? So this was something we had to answer a ton last year going in because we had never done this before and it was unknown. And people would be like, "Well, are we really allowed to talk to the athletes? Are we really going to see the athletes?" I'm like, yeah, "They're normal people, right? They're going to be out and about on the on the ship." Right, we're having a cocktail or two here, which right. by the way, you need a little hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little pass refresher. It. Pass it over. Um, and the athletes, you have complete access to them. Not only are they coaching classes throughout the day, they're at the pool. They are, you know, having a margarita. They're at dinner. They're everywhere. And one of the things you know you learn as you go with these things, right? And Pat Bellner came up to me last year, and Rich kind of said something along the same lines was. This is so neat because for us as athletes, typically our only chance to interact with our fans is at a competition. And we still are, we're there to earn our keep. You know, you're there, this is how I earn my living. So, yes, I can take a picture here and there, but I got to focus, right? Whereas on the ship, we're all captive on the same ship for four or five days. No one's going anywhere. Um, So, people aren't interrupting me at dinner because they know they're going to see me at the pool the next day. Or they're not interrupting. Rich told me a story where he competed last year at Wadapalooza. And Wadapalooza happens, great competition, super cool. Uh, but they have a million different um, call it age groups or different yeah. ways to qualify, right? You could be a master's, you could be a teen, you could be adaptive, and there's all these different um, classes. Well, what it turns out to be is there's hundreds of people that are quote-unquote athletes. So I have athlete access to the back. Um, and you know, Rich was getting ready to take the floor last year, and he's he's doing this um, assault bike warm up. And this guy comes up to him, who was an athlete, quote unquote. He's like, "Hey, can I take a picture?" And Rich is like, "He's literally going ham on the bike, getting right. ready, getting his blood flow, like everything ready to go." He's like, "I mean, really? Like, I'm going to take the floor. This is how I earn my living. Like, yes, I'll take the picture, but come on, man." Yeah. Whereas you know, he's in the hot tub and just hanging out. Yeah. He's happy to take a picture. So. It created a, an environment for them to interact on a more personal level, A, and a more relaxed environment. Yeah. Um, no one's like coming up and trying to take pictures while they're at dinner because they'll see them tomorrow or whatever. Do you guys have the whole boat this year? Yeah, it's a, it's a complete full charter, so we have the entire ship. Yeah. Last year, you guys had... Uh, who was on with you? Um, you got to help me out with this, dude. Right, well, you got to give me some sort of direction. I don't know. You had um, the dating. Oh, date fit. Date fit. Was oh, well, well, we brought them in. They'll like, be- yeah, yeah, like influencers. Right. So we had the whole ship last year as well, but we brought in a couple date fit people. Are you going to have any of the influencers on this year? Or a something? couple. Yeah. Less, but yeah. I, I just had um, Ackerman was on. Jason Ackerman was on the show. Is he 
somehow associated with the event? No, no, no. Oh, we were just talking. Okay. We were just talking about like yeah, yeah. It's pretty he was relaying the story that the difference between you know you'd have two rigs set up, and on the one rig you'd have the CrossFitters and they're busting their ass like working out hard, and then you got the others, the influencers, and are just taking photos. Yeah, there's know? there's a little bit of that. There's some some good people watching for sure. Uh, and yeah, Ackerman's coming back. He's part of Thunderbro now. Yeah. He's coming on as part of Own Your Eating as well. Um, so he's he's coming in a couple different capacities. How um, many how many influencers are you gonna have on this boat? This is the fun part for me. Like I yeah, you're gonna I, enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know the exact number offhand. Elizabeth's gonna yell at me for not knowing that. But um, that's right. You don't have to know that. I could I could get back to you on that, but. Uh, Enough that it, it'll provide. I think that should encourage people to come on just to watch. Like, if you've never had the opportunity to watch <laughs> watch somebody that doesn't, that's a quote-unquote influencer for a living, it's hysterical. There's some good photo shoots. I, I was at um, – Nikki and I got invited to Under Armour a few weeks ago and for the Performance Summit. And we were invited as influencers. And I hate that term because I don't view myself as an influencer. But – you know, we're around all these other people that have YouTube channels and whatever. And we went to yoga one day, and there's some dude in front of me who, I don't, God, this is going to sound horrible. I don't know if he's Japanese or Chinese. I don't know. He yoga? Was, he was Asian, yeah. Okay. There's this Asian guy in front of me, and he sticks his little camera up at the front of the page, and he's like talking to the camera during the yoga class. And so I'm positive I'm super popular on some... Asian yoga <laughs> YouTube page right now somewhere that I'm on this because I was right behind him the whole time and he's like leaning in the camera. Influencers are the best. So I kind of want to go just to watch the influencers. Yeah. The whole thing is a lot of fun. Um, the vibe last year, there were so many things we, we didn't anticipate. Someone got met, like Connor officiated a wedding on the boat. Yeah. Really? Somebody got engaged on the boat. We had a couple babies conceived on the boat. Well, I bet there were more than a couple of well, babies conceived on the boat. We sent out Wad on the Waves onesies. Right. When they reached out to us and told us, we right. sent them out. So it was pretty funny. Wow, um, that's awesome. There's all sorts of stuff going on on the boat. And on the ship. On the ship. Gosh. I bet you had more than that. more than a couple of babies conceived. <laughs> uh, more than a couple. <laughs> No doubt in my mind. Well, it sounds like a great time. I'm it's awesome. I'm super excited. I've never uh, the the things I heard from it last year. I didn't get to go last year because I was tied up with something else. Um, was just the general chill of it, meaning like you get to hang out with Froning and he's drinking, and not that Froning drinks a lot. The, the point is like he's human because there's this view of these games athletes that they're they're not human, like they don't have any life other than working out, and all of a sudden it's like the hell you know why is uh why is Vellner bellied up to the bar you know Vellner um so last year he won Wadapalooza so he punched his ticket yeah. the day before we took off so he knew he was good to go for the season so he enjoyed himself let's say that yeah I just think that part's really cool like getting helping people see that these athletes are just normal people they're not you know they're not the only thing they're special at is exercising really fast but otherwise totally. they're normal you know. It's cool because they're there to coach you, which is super neat, right? Um, we look up to them, and they're the epitome of our sport. Um, but you know, they're also in the pub at night. Yeah. Like there was this little Irish pub that we would pack every night with with an awesome musician last year. The musical talent on the boat was crazy last year. We had a blast, and everybody's just singing along together, shoulder to shoulder, maybe indulging in a couple beverages and uh, staying up pretty late. And it was awesome because you're just there among all these people that, you know, we look up to. Should I bring my guitar? Absolutely. I'll bring it. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. So um, we only have a couple more minutes left, but um, people wanting to find this, obviously you have your website, wadonthewaves.com. Yep. Is that right? Wadonthewaves.com. Um, they can make sure they sign up for the email list. We're always putting out different promotions and announcements of new, you know, athletes or seminars or anything like that. Um, obviously, Instagram, Twitter, the whole bit. Um, but yeah, the, well, I should probably touch on the dates. Yeah. Um, April sixteenth to the twentieth, um, we leave out of Miami, so we'll push off on the sixteenth. We're going to Nassau uh, the first day. Everybody gets off. Um, we partner with happy hour crossfit down there so if people want to move a barbell barbells are the only thing on the boat on the ship that we don't have um 
I don't want anybody you know trying to PR their snatch on a boat that's moving subtly uh, or anything overhead. But if you want your barbell fix, Happy Hour CrossFit's there. And you know, we last year we did a partner workout there. It was double grace, uh, but we always give them something, and it's it's less than a mile uh, from port. And then the second day. We cruise over to Coco Cay, which is uh, their pri- Royal Caribbean's private island. Uh, just underwent a $200 million renovation. It's really cool. They have kid-friendly activities. They have adult-only activities. Um, so we're really looking forward to that this year. We didn't go last year. Um, so, yeah, the Bahamas in, uh, in April. Damn, that sounds fun. I should have gone last year. It's a good time. We'll have a good time this year. It's all good. Am I going to get mobbed? I'm going to get mobbed, aren't I? Oh, God. Am I? <laughs> I am. No. Nobody had to deal with that last year. I kind of want, I kind of want to go, just so those of you that have known me for 10 years now realize that I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> 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 or maybe not. Maybe not I'm a big deal. We'll see. So funny. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it sounds like fun. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah. We're excited to have can you. Uh, can work. you get Vellner to let me put sunblock on his back? If you want. I can. I'll shoot him a message. We'll see. It's SPF 100 either way. It'll be fine. It'll be good. You'll uh, you'll be able to get a lot of good content honestly yeah. for you. You'll be able to podcast a bunch. Well, we'll see. Or you can relax and hang out. Yeah, I probably just want to relax and drink, but that's fine too. Yeah, work out in the morning, drink in the afternoon. That's kind of what everyone I'm not, does. I'm not even sure I want to work out. You don't have to. We'll see. My parents came last year. They didn't work out once. Yeah. No. They just hung out. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, for those of you listening, uh, I would really encourage you guys. This is a fun trip, like a really fun trip. Um, Wad on the waves. Go to the website. Go to the Instagram page. Get signed up. Get a chance to meet a lot of the athletes. I'll be there. Zach will be there. All the people we've talked about on this podcast will be there. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Almost all of them. And uh, it'll be a good time. So we encourage you guys to be there. Uh, other than that, we appreciate you guys being on tonight. A lot of fun. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. We've got lots of exciting stuff coming up, uh, including an interview with Annie Thor's daughter talking about her uh, new baby coming. So that's uh, congratulations, Annie. I know it's awesome. I thought you were congratulating me for a second. I'm like, it's not mine, dude. I swear. <laughs> I mean, I wish. You, I was going to say. Well, I wasn't. I, I wish I could be, wish I could be that lucky because I love Annie. But uh, we're super excited to have her on. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you.